Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. An item that I find very interesting about human psychology, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs, is when we put ourselves in a position where we are in our own way, where we are afraid of becoming the change that we need to see in our own business and in our own life. I know for myself, there was definitely times where I told myself I wasn't ready, that the change was uh, something that I did not have the time to commit to. Realizing that realistically speaking, I did, I, I needed to make the time. The change was so incredibly important to my happiness, to the future of the business, and to being able to make the life that I wanted to. Today, I wanted to talk to you about how to become the change agent for your agency and why it's actually incredibly important to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. The only thing that we know as something that we will have every day of our lives is that change is constant and it should be constant, that we should always be looking for improvement. Lou Holtz said, in this world, you're either growing or you're dying. So get in motion and grow. Some entrepreneurs and agency owners think that growing the 2 to 5% year over year is a good goal to have. I hope that's not you. When thinking this way, you're putting yourself in the confines and limits of just inflation and annual increase. So you're working every year consistently to be in the same place. That you're running on a treadmill every day of your life, every day that you are in that agency, every day as an owner of your own company, of your own agency, you're on a treadmill tired, overworked, and to stay in the exact same place. I really hope that's not the goal for you. When we look back at the places that we've been and where we want to be, there's aspects to great success that we've experienced, and there's items that we need to recognize as our own failures. We need to stop allowing our failures to be a place of fear, a source of that fear, and recognizing that we all fail, and that we need to start relating those failures to an opportunity to grow. When we look at ourselves as business owners, we need to really think about how we can, can analyze the way that we act every single day and how we can use it for improvement. Something that I work on with my agency clients on a very regular basis is setting up the process for a post-mortem of their projects, going over what went well and what didn't, putting in place a process to review what we budgeted for during the sales process and what actually happened throughout the course of the project. The time budget that we set at the onset of the project and what actually happened. Why did those things happen? What do we need to actually change to improve upon ourselves and how we can leverage that existing situation in order to turn that existing project and the ending of that existing project into a conversation for new business. I think the same way about project management as I do about company management, that we look at the existing information that we have, our data to allow for us to be able to leverage that information for future growth, to improve upon ourselves every day, to make sure that we are consistently growing, that we're not in the same place, that we're not on that treadmill, that we have become the change agent for our own agency and for our own future. 
there's many things that we really need to think about in how to be sure that we are consistently changing and improving. One of the items that I think is incredibly important is setting a standard for ourselves, culture standards and company standards and client standards. When we look at our agency, we want to be able to say and for every team member to know, how do we work with our clients? Do we have a specified response time that we have in our standards? What is our quality control process and standard? How do, do we call the client on their birthday every year? Do we send a gift to them to congratulate them when they've achieved the ROI on a project that we're working with them to remind them of how well we're doing together? Do we set up a sign for them when they come into the office to welcome them? I mean, obviously pre-COVID, but set up a sign for them to welcome them into our space and to make them feel welcome. How do we instill these standards in every single team member that we have? And how do we regulate the standards and make sure that they are consistently refined and improved and built upon? We, do we hold ourselves to the same standard? Something I see so frequently in across many business owners and even friends of mine that are business owners that we want to hold our team to a higher standard than we hold ourselves. And when you're the business owner, you are the example for every single team member. And that's the culture that you create within your own company. And what does that company culture look like? What does your agency culture look like? Does it adapt to a changing workforce? In the past decade, we've gone from being primarily in the baby boomer generation for workforce to being now in a millennial generation predominantly. And we have Generation Y that is becoming more and more in our workforce every single day. How do those generational differences and preferences affect our work culture? How do we adapting our benefit structures to allow for those team members to continue to feel engaged and welcome in our agencies? And how do we keep everyone motivated? We have to be looking at the way that we interact with our team members every single day. And I don't think that on a regular basis where we are spending enough time focusing on making sure that our culture and our standards of how we hold ourselves accountable are thought out well enough to make sure that everyone's happy and engaged. When we look at our agency, we need to recognize what our responsibility is, that we are the visionary of the company. We're the creator, the captain of the ship. It is our responsibility. It was our passion that led to the business that we're in today. If you ask yourself today, are you still excited about the agency the way that you were when you first started? If you're not, how can you expect your team to be? When working with a new agency, I find this happen actually pretty frequently, especially when you've been an agency owner for so many years, you end up in this place of burnout. You're tired. Your team's going to feel the same. If you're not coming up with the passion that you initially started, and that is what really led you to the place that you are today. And in so many agencies, you started with a skill that you were able to do so well. And you got a client and they became two, they became five. And then you had to hire an employee and it grew from there and continued to grow. And you were able to grow it to that stage because you were extremely passionate about the work that you did and you're extremely good at it, but you need to reattach yourself to that initial passion that you had. And what I find happens so frequently is that we become so far away, so detached from that place that we initially started the agency for. And we have lost our vision. We have lost our passion. And you need to become reconnected to it. You need to reinvigorate that excitement, that energy that you had when you first started your agency. To reinvigorate your team. When we look at our team, do we know that every person that we have on the team are the right people? There was um, a book that I read a long time ago. It's called Traction. And it goes through many different aspects of business management that I 
a lot of theories that I have that I've already had in place and I found it very interesting. But one of the things that it does talk about in, in a fair amount of detail is the right person, right seat and going through a team evaluator. And something that I, even before reading the book, that I would ask myself on a very, very regular basis, even while just still a manager internally at agencies, would I rehire the person that is in my department as excited today, knowing everything that I know about them and that I needed to hire fast, but fire faster? I know it sounds kind of cold, and I know that you've heard those phrases before, but it's so incredibly true that if we cannot rely on our team, it makes our jobs that much harder. And especially when it comes to smaller agencies, I see this happen extremely often, that the agency owner is making allowances for their team, taking on more work so that their team can do the things that they feel comfortable with them doing. But really what's happening is that they're just adding more work to their own plate, taking on more than they can really handle, which then again leads to that same place that we were talking about a moment ago, burnout. And what I also see frequently happen within agencies and and a lot of small businesses really is that business owners don't like to share information with their team, that they hold their financial data so close and don't want to share it with the wider team. A couple of years ago, when I started working with an agency, they were in a pretty bad situation and they had started to create an environment of real true disengagement with their team and they needed to create re-engagement. They had to go through a layoff because of reduction in revenue. And there was no communication to the team as to the position of the company. And I helped the client institute a process that allowed for the team members to get actively engaged in the company goals, understand exactly where they were, providing each team member with KPIs that allowed for them to understand how they fit into the wider puzzle. What this agency found is that the more information that they actually shared with the wider team the more engagement that they had, that they understood how they fit into the wider puzzle. And really, when you have a more engaged team, the company and your agency is more likely to meet its goals. The team understands. They're committed to the changes that you're looking to institute and allow for you to really, truly leverage the power of your entire team to propel your agency to a better future. Something that I also see in an old agency model that has existed for a long time is that It's honestly a a tired old model that I think hurts the industry so much is that the agencies want to hire cheap and hire young, train them and manage them essentially out of their own agency. And the reason that they're doing this is they think that they don't want to compensate the higher amounts, that it's somehow a better model. You need to compensate fairly and maybe sometimes even overcompensate to have someone feeling like they're appreciated. As an agency, what we do is we're selling our team's time sending our team's expertise. And we need to understand that and appreciate that and appreciate them. The more that we do that, the more engaged they're going to be, the better service they're going to provide to the clients and better client retainage you're going to have. What I see happen so frequently and the the piece that's lost when you think about compensation so frequently, and I've seen so many agencies go through this, is that you're going through consistent training and that your turnover is horrendous. And when you have turnover like that, you're spending so much money in training and not recognizing that you're spending so much time and so much salary in a, and having that turnover and that, that consistent training. And then actually even just thinking about training in the first place, that we do need to make sure that that training is automated as much as possible. Because every single minute that you have someone training one-on-one with someone, you actually need to double the time, double the cost. We have to make sure as managers that we are providing our team with the tools and resources that they need. And that is ultimately the responsibility of a manager. 
I know for myself that at a certain point in my career, I was thrown into management and didn't actually have training to be a manager. And something that I personally struggled with was an understanding that everyone thinks very differently than myself. And I, I had a hard time understanding how to correspond and meet my team member where they were. And that's so incredibly important for a manager to be able to, to do. And so again, as I mentioned, our responsibility is to provide our team with the tools and resources to be able to do their job effectively and well. And if we're not able to meet our team exactly where they are, be that training, be that support, be that motivation, be that passion, be that vision, be all these things that we need to be for a, a team member, that if we don't have the tools that we need as well going into management, if we're not providing our managers with the tools that they need to be effective in the first place, we end up setting up our management and our team, the entire team for failure. And if you haven't personally gone through some type of management training, then it's something that you may need to think about doing. Because in a lot of instances, I know that people are thrown into management and it's not necessarily a skill that you had. You were great at a job and then you've now been promoted into a management position. Or you were great at, you know, buying media and managing Facebook ads, or you were great at graphic design work or UX design, and you had to start hiring employees and you never actually had the, ex the, the time to be able to train yourself and understand how to manage that team, how to make sure that you've aligned the goals of the company and the goals of the employee so that you're leveraging their time and their motivations and making sure that they feel engaged and passionate about everything that they're doing every single day. And it's so incredibly important. I really cannot push this enough that something that I see just that is lacking every single day, that management is a seriously lacking thing that we have. And I think that having an understanding and a self-reflection of where we are as individuals, as owners, that it is a place that we need to be consistently learning each day, consistently growing every day. I know that you have heard the phrase that you're only successful as your 10 closest friends. And I'd like to slightly amend that to being that we're only going to be as successful as the team that we surround ourselves with. There was a, an agency owner that I worked with when I was working internally um, many years ago. And he said something that I found very interesting. And he said, you know, I want you to explain this to me as if you're explaining it to a child. Because realistically speaking, I have the understanding in this area like a child. And he wanted me to say things and, and, and make sure that I'm communicating it in basic sort of level colloquialisms, right? And self-recognition. And I found that really enlightening to me that, that you have that self-recognition that this is not an area where you're an expert in and didn't try to be, was self-aware enough to understand that it wasn't an area of expertise and why I was there. None of us are good at everything. And knowing that, understanding that and appreciating that will really allow for you to be able to grow so much faster and so much better and so much easier the sooner that we admit where we are good, what we know and what we don't, and own it. That's the piece that I found so enlightening and so uh, intriguing about that comment was that it was owned. It wasn't a, a thing of shame. It wasn't a thing of fear. It wasn't a thing that he was wanting to hide. It was something that he was even proud of. That's why you're here. That's why you're employed. That's why I'm asking you. And I think that it's so it's so it's so great to actually recognize that. And I know for myself, and I wasn't quite ready at this point in my career to admit to myself the things that I wasn't so good at. And we all have them, myself included. And I know when I finally did admit it to myself, it really allowed for me to be able to surround myself with the people and the team members that allowed for me to really be able to do my best work. 
and be able to feel so more comfortable in my work every single day. One of the last things that I wanted to, to talk with all of you about is how important it is to have a plan. We all have these goals that we want to accomplish in our lives and in our careers and in our agencies. And what we don't have is it put pen to paper and actually write down what we're going to be in one year, three years, five years, ten. If you've listened to my content or listened to my podcast before, um, you or read my book, you know that I talk about working with who you want, when you want, in the manner you want, and for the money you want. And that really is the thing that you need to focus on as a business owner and as an agency owner is stop making allowances for not taking action. Don't make allowances for, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it next month. You need to be the change that you want to see in your agency today. Something that I, I know happens and is incredibly difficult is, hey, I'm, I'm already working 10 hours a day. How do I find the time? I'm going to recommend another book. Um, it's called The Power of Habit. And setting, self, setting yourself up for um, boundaries is so incredibly important to allow for us to be successful as business, business owners and managers. And so in the book, it talks about a person that needed to set a habit of being able to get the work done by a specific time. And so what I've translated that to in, in speaking with, with my clients is I'm telling them now that you need to set a specific time that you're leaving at the end of the day. And what you actually will find is that you are going to make adjustments into the way that you work when you have that, that defined timeline. So if you say, I'm going to leave every single day at six, I'm only working Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I'm taking Wednesdays off every week. You're going to figure out a way to get the work done that you're doing in the timeline that you have. The longer that you give yourself to actually do, and if you don't have those self-imposed deadlines, that time limit to what you're going to allow yourself to have, it's going to extend beyond it, no matter what, every single time. And when it comes to goal setting and these self-imposed deadlines, so let's say I'm working 10 hours a day right now, and I need to be able to focus on a five-hour project or an eight-hour project every single week in order for me to get to where I need to be. And what I recommend to an agency owner in that place is schedule the time today. So let's say that my goal is that I want to move to uh, what I refer to as a 30-60-10, so 30% client time, 60% sales and growth-oriented um, initiatives or projects, and 10% administrative and management, that you need to start allocating the time that you need in order to actually get to that place. So first, documenting exactly what you have in your task list every single day, removing the things that you can very easily remove from your responsibility, assign it to other team members, but then putting the time, the block of time every single day in your schedule that is an unchangeable time that allows for you to know that this is what I'm going to work on for this two-hour block, this three-hour block, this four-hour block, whatever you actually need to do, and actually having that time set aside. Set that boundary for yourself. Make sure that you're creating the right habit that you need to be that change agent for your agency. Don't allow yourself to continue to be the person in your own way. You need to be the change you want to see. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.